Hello, welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. What's going on, man? Good, man. Chilling. Zoom pretty much has been my uh, life for the past year. Yeah, no doubt. I literally just installed the app finally on my Mac. I've been doing them on mobile, but my phone was dead five minutes ago, so hold up. I'm still not having it. So, yeah, man, good to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, man, I, I had your name, I think, written down, I think, literally last year when I wanted to do, like, another season of the show. But then with COVID stopping, I think I just, like, jotted it down, or I'll get back to that when I get back to it. So, like, definitely had you in mind for, which is crazy. It feels like a year now, because next month is March. For sure, yeah, it's crazy. It's been a year, right? Yeah. But, yeah, man, um, the whole platform, Studio One, you know, I've done so much work with other platforms, you know, publications and things like that. But, like, I wanted to make a, an actual platform where not only can I, like, speak to people that I want to speak to, I want to, like, really have a platform that shows major artists around the world or through Canada, but also through bringing those audiences, like, on the platform, you have a chance to get Toronto artist looks that, you know, they might not get or things like that. So, that, really great to get you on. For sure. That's definitely what I appreciate about what you're doing. And uh, obviously it must be nice to have the freedom to do like exactly what you want, how you want to do it all yeah, the time. Sure. Yeah, man. Um, before we really begin, you know, how have you been dealing with, you know, COVID and quarantine and things like that? I know we're both in Toronto. How's it been for you? Well, it's a bit of a roller coaster for a year. I think it was for everybody in their own ways. Um, I mean, just at the beginning, I mean, I had people around me going through mental health stuff. Um, I had my own sort of problems going on. Yeah. I ended up dealing with, um, and it's kind of just sort of at the beginning of 2021 and the 2020 sort of felt like it leveled out for me. I kind of found that groove, the COVID groove of sort of like, well, I kind of used it as an opportunity to make music a full-time job, right? Yeah. So I think it took me, I don't know, three quarters of a year to get there, but now I'm sort of like, like with the discipline of like a pro athlete, I'm telling people like just getting up and doing my grind every day. It's, it's kind of nice. Yeah, that's um, great, man. But yeah, well, I was bummed at the beginning about like not working and like just the whole change up was like, I'm, I'm a very routine oriented person. So like having that all fucked up for a while was like, it wasn't healthy for me, but sure. I'm happy to be where I'm at right now. And, you know, before we really begin, you know, can you like briefly introduce yourself? I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Skeebius Tips. Yeah. Um, most people listening probably don't know who I am. Uh, I'm an artist from Toronto. I've been doing my thing for about 10 years now. Um, Pre-COVID, I was touring over in Europe. I was touring a little bit down in the U.S. Um, all of that got put to a stop. Um, but I'm still putting out music. I'm putting out a track every month this year for 2021. Got an album coming out in July. So staying busy. Check me out. I'm on everything. Just give you tips. Amazing, man. And, you know, let's get, like, to the roots of, you know, I know we're both in Toronto. I, th I think I briefly remember you being in Dunlace with me or something to that effect. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Like, briefly. I, I can't, like, pin it down, but I swear I think we were. I was going to ask you because, like, when I saw the when I emailed you and I saw the email come back, I saw your name. I was like, Jabril Osman. Why does that sound so fucking familiar? Right. And I was like, either we went to Dunlace together, like elementary school together, or we played soccer together or something. Yeah. But it's Dunlace, wasn't exactly. it? Okay. Okay interesting yeah. when did like because I, I, I think we have each other on facebook too when did 
the grind of music start for you? You know, when did you sort of realize like, this isn't just a hobby, like I really want to go for it, you know, because you've been doing it for so long and, you know, right. amazing. Um, it's a good question. Um, I mean, way, way back, I guess when I was getting into trouble when I was younger, I sort of like ran away from home, got kicked out of the house kind of thing when around 15. And then around 16, 17, I found myself in like a halfway house type situation. And that was when I first got my first mic and my first setup going. It was probably like 2012, 2013. So yeah. It's a while ago now. Um, I made my first mixtape from scratch from there. Um, and then it's just, it was like a slow process. Like uh, when I graduated high school, a few years after that, I went to college and got hooked up with musicians there and started recording with musicians that I met there. And from there, um, just got into the Toronto music scene and then eventually uh, linked up with the guys at Heavy Ox, which is a, which is a record label and uh, production house in Toronto. Went on tour with them a bit, uh, linked up with my boy Meyer Clarity, and then we sort of uh, left Heavy Ox to sort of make our own thing, uh, which is called No Damn Good, which is our record label. Yeah. And, you know, around that time too, you know, telling people like, oh, I'm blogging and doing these sort of things. It was hard to like get people to like take it really seriously. You know, for you, I, I know as of now, you've released countless projects, but in the beginning, you know, was it hard to like get people to be like, hey, like this is serious for me? Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, it still is, um, but uh, just trying to think of a, think of if there's like a jump off point yeah i guess i guess way back when i was living in that halfway house make work on that first mixtape the first time i remember people actually giving a shit or people actually sort of tuning in and being like okay uh, maybe there's something here it is actually I, I released a diss track about about uh about a girl at the time that was that was not very nice yes. uh, it's, it's since long been deleted but um yeah, it was, it was a person who was not very well liked back in, back in our circles in high school. And like, it was just kind of like, a, it, was just, it was just a big, it was a big bully that everybody, that everybody in high school kind of uh, appreciated, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it. It was, it was all in good fun though. Yeah. Uh, basically the story was actually, it was the first time, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, the first time I was ever on stage ever was at a Hobson concert in front of like a thousand plus people. Because uh, Hobson used to do a thing at the shows where he'd bring up three local MCs to yeah. do a cipher and spit 16 bars. So I, that was my first time ever in front of people spitting on stage was a, was a 16 bar verse at, at the Hobson concert. And then this girl was like chirping me on Facebook saying the crowd booed you. And I had like five friends being like, no, they didn't. He killed it and shit. And I was like, all right, let me just settle this with a track. And I ended up just like destroying her. And everyone was like, oh, wow, fucking fired shit. That was the first time I ever remember getting like any attention at all. Before that, I was just like putting out track, putting out track, 10 views, five views. Mom says, good job. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't even listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, of course, with everybody, you know, the early songs are probably not the best. You know, they're really rough. Which song, which song of yours was like the first time you realized like, this kind of sounds like what I want to get into towards you know do you feel that now like you're getting close to that or maybe a couple of years ago did you with like, your, like with your projects as an artist i feel like you you don't ever want to get there but you always want to be like on the cusp of there like i always have this idea in my mind that i'm going to make like my magnum opus like my my, my greatest album like my my piece de resistance yeah um, eventually and i have like the title in mind for what that album's going to be but every time i 
I'm making an album. I'm like, well, this one isn't it. It's going to be the next one. But like with everyone, I'm, I'm improving. I'm sort of finding my groove, but I also don't want to do the same thing over and over yet. So with my Bridge Fires album, which was 2019, I kind of like peaked when it came to like what I was doing for all the years before that, was, which was just kind of straight rapping, getting the craft down, the technical ability part, showing that part off. I feel like I really stepped into my groove there on that album. And then for the next album, which came out last year, which was Wasted Talent, I kind of went and took my take at like the new cloud hop, emo wave sort of thing. Yeah. I think I did a good job at that too. So now for the next thing, I'd say it's kind of a blend of the two last ones sort of thing. So sure. I don't ever like to do the same thing twice. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, both being from Toronto, you know, talk about how important it is to travel outside. You know, I know you did shows out in Europe. You know, I think you've even gone to like, a, I think like events in like, uh, like Brooklyn or like battle rap, things like that. How important was for you to like, see the rest of the world to know that it's possible outside of Toronto because sometimes it could, it could feel like being in this city it's not possible oh for sure I don't think if I ever like had the had the like mind to go outside the city I think I probably would have quit because we're like the screw face capital and it's so true like there's not unfortunately there's not a lot of support between artists there's not a lot of cross collaboration it's kind of like every man for himself out here and when I look to other cities, especially other cities in Canada, like you see the East Coast and you see the West Coast and you see the, even the Alberta scene, like you see artists building on each other and that doesn't really happen here for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so definitely getting across the pond was, was really, really important. And the dope thing about going to Europe was actually that most of the, most of the people that I linked up with over there were Americans and Canadians. So like, it's, it, it just, it literally takes going over there to like, shed our 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 torontonian armor that we that we have on like yeah. like i don't know I, I i i have a lot of resentment for the way this city's music scene treats its artists like having traveled you go to other venues and the other venues they'll hook you up with like drink tickets like crazy and like wireless mics and like you go to fucking smiling buddha or wherever wherever it might be and you know you get it's, it's a whole different ball game here yeah I, I see that too you know just prior to making this platform you know i went over to london so, you know, written for like Clash and things like that. And for them, you know, the way they view Toronto is like, it's like a utopia, like there's so many cool things. And then you kind of feel like it isn't really like that. So that's like why I really wanted to build this platform too. Cause it's like, we need a platform like this. That's for sure. Yeah. I do feel like it is getting better though. That being said, yeah. I do feel like there's progress being made. Yeah. Cause I'm finding like, including you, there's so many, amazing Toronto artists that I've highlighted so far within this year. And it's like, you know, that's kind of the point. There's, there actually is so much talent here. hundred percent. Yeah. We're so eclectic. It's crazy. Um, there's like, there's a reason we've got the top four, four out of the five top artists in the world for the last five years. And, you know, going to like the aspect of doing shows and performing, you know, was it something you had to like get confidence towards to being on stage and, you know, being out there, like, how did you start? It wasn't something that came naturally, naturally to me at all. At first, it was like my attitude at first, when I was first coming up in the Toronto, like underground opening for whoever it was that weekend type scene, like selling tickets to all my friends and whatever that, that hustle that glad is over. Um, sorry. What was your question? Exactly. It was more so like, stage presence you know how have you built stage presence yeah no my attitude back then was like 
I just want to spend as many minutes, as many hours as possible on stage because I know I'm not naturally good at this. And like, if I just rack up those minutes, I'm just naturally going to get more comfortable. And that is what happened. I still think I have a lot of ways to go. And like COVID has not been kind to that. Um, you know, you hear people saying like, I forget how to even talk to people, forget being on stage. Yeah, exactly. um, But uh, yeah, no, definitely it's practicing. Just practice makes perfect. And the more you do it, like I, I expect to be rusty when I, when I do get back on stage and uh, I can't wait for that challenge. For and sure. to, uh, now, with, you know, this uh, new single and things like that, why did you decide that this was a song you wanted to release? And when did you come up with the idea of, you know, releasing every month? You know, when, when did you decide on that plan and why you wanted to like execute it? It's a good question. Um, I feel like every artist kind of, like pivoted last year, tried to figure out what the best game plan is. And like, I feel like every time I come up with an idea, everybody else comes up with the same idea. Like every, feels like everybody's doing a track a month this, this year. And the real killers are actually doing a track a week this year. So like, that's just like the nature of the music industry right now. So I'm just trying to stay consistent as I can. And like, if I'm not putting out a track a month, I feel like I'm falling behind. So um, as far as this track, particularly that I put out last week, Lady and It's All Right, I don't know, just given the cycle of songs and the batch of songs that we have going on, it just felt like the right reintroduction to sort of the sound that I'm going for on the, on the next record. Yeah. And when it comes to music too, are you the type, I've asked this question to a lot of artists, are you the type where you release a song and you're like, all right, next up, next up, or do you like sit for a while? You know, I know we talked about your plan and releasing and things like that, but as a general, you know, question, do you sit with your music? Do you, does it, hurt you when you kind of release it it's like oh it's finally out or are you just like not next up next up multifaceted there's a part of it that hurts because like you're like letting go of your baby and it's like especially especially when you like look at your first day stats and it's like shit it only got like 50 views didn't really get picked up on any playlists like it's like ah uh, okay at that point i'm always like on to the next because like but that can become an issue because when you go on to the next too quickly you like abandon the last one. You don't really give it the push it deserves sometimes. Yeah. So I'm trying to just find that balance. Like right now what I'm doing is every, every release day is submission day. So that Friday that that song comes out is the same Friday that I'm at home submitting to Spotify for the next month. Yeah. So that, that's like always, there's always going to be something for me to be promoting this year. There's always going to be so I'm kind of setting myself up hopefully for success in that way, but it's always a work in progress. Yeah. And you know, going back to the whole, like, like mental health part of things like that. I know for me, you know, it's hard to keep motivated to keep doing this work. I know I have to constantly, you know, remind myself, you know, stay focused and things like that. For you, doing it for so long, what have been the keys for you that have kept you going, whether it's, you know, friends or people around you or yourself in terms of this music career? Like what has helped you to keep going? I mean, honestly, it's the most high. Like I can't really explain it. Like um, just the the perseverance and, and the, and the, and the courage that it's taken at, at certain times when it's been hard to keep going. But uh, that, yeah, that's the only way I could explain it, man. Uh, it's not me. No, that's great. And um, usually, you know, when I get like near the end of like interviews and things like that, I'll ask like an artist, you know, you got shows coming up and things like that, but COVID kind of took that all away. So for you, you know, what has kind of been like one of the most eye-opening moments of this career so far, whether it's traveling or, just even just releasing a song what's kind of been like the most eye-opening where you didn't necessarily know how things are going to work but now you do 
I think the most eye-opening thing is like the is like the real, real, real realization that like you can't speak things into existence. Like you can think and speak things into existence, like by speaking in like wills and like this will happen. Like for example, I can't speak on it too much because it's not 100 100% happened yet, but I, I'm doing a track with my my personal favorite rapper of all time, which is gonna yeah. come out uh, hopefully on my birthday of this year. Um, I'm expecting that like in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, don't want to jinx it, but it's happening. Yeah, sure. So like that, that's just because like over the course of like five, six years, I developed a relationship. I put out feeders. I asked and like, yeah, that's, that's been the, the most rewarding thing about, about my career so far. It's just been like, holy shit. I set that goal and then I achieved it. And then the feeling of like, okay, when that happens, what, what, what can I, what goal can I set now that I can go maybe achieve? Because like so far the, the dominoes have hit each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And of course, you know, hopefully, you know, when the world spins on its axis and things are normal again, you know, what have you learned in this COVID period, you know, that you're going to use when things finally get back to normal, you know, whether it's, it could be a multitude of things, you know, just being more patient and things like that. What's something you've learned so far that's actually going to help you not only as an artist, but like, you know, just as a human being as well? Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is I got sober during COVID. So like, that's a skill that I'm gonna I'm have when it's over. Yeah. I just got, I, I just got playing tired of getting drunk by myself, you know? But uh, apart from that, like what's gonna come with me? I don't know, just this whole experience, I feel like we're all gonna be stronger on the other side of it. I feel like, like, imagine the parties that are gonna happen when this is all over. Like the people are just gonna be loving each other. It's gonna be so much love in the air. It's like, I, I'm just looking forward to it. I feel like we're not out of the woods yet. And we might have a lot of uh, unexpected uh, turns and twists still before we get before we get out of them. But there is there will come a day that this will all be over. And uh, fuck, man, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it is. And uh, you know, on a final note, you know, I know you just released a single, you know, and you said you have like this plan for releases and things like that. You know, tell us, you know, like a bit what you just said. You know, what's what's the rest of the year looking like for yourself? Okay, so you can check out Lydia and It's All Right, which is uh, R and B neo soul kind of kind of track that is out right now up next we got a track called crucifix i'm gonna start uh promoting that probably at the top of next week after that we got a track with the homies tour support which is my clarity and boney washington they are my label mates they are in my opinion the second and third best rappers in canada yeah. after myself and uh you know they're doing their thing they got an album coming out around then um and then and then i'm remixing my track from last year called drown they're gonna feature on that as well so we're gonna do a whole sort of like two month push for their album yeah then i got a track with the homie junk from the from the west coast coming out he signed to stealth bomb records i don't know if you're familiar with them snack the rippers label um and and then july is the album and then like i said august we got a surprise a surprise in the works i think everybody's gonna be excited about perfect man um yeah. man you know again you know wanting to connect for a really long time you know it's always special to like not only to talk to people from toronto but it's always special to like talk to people that you closely around you know and i i, definitely, sure. I definitely feel like we definitely went down ways together I, I feel like that's 100 100 percent. like grade three or four are you 95 yeah yeah 95 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we must have been on a class yeah. i'm sure i knew I, your name was so familiar it's like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, always amazing to connect with other 
creative too, man. But yeah, your music is amazing. You know, it's been amazing to see you continue on and on and on, you know. Um, definitely even started before me, which is amazing because I started like maybe 2014 and I know you were like 2013. Okay, yeah. I got a little bit of a head start, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, congrats on everything. You know, good luck. And for sure, you know, the next time we do an interview, you know, we'll talk about more music. Hell yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on. No worries, man. Till the next time. Have yourself a good day. Later, man. Studio One.